Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. So, 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 C's in your dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. Oh, my bowels. Oh, boy. That cuts a little too close to home, I gotta tell you. Oh, really? Um, (laughs) and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Volodymyr Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people who are losing the southern part of their country. More on that to come. Also, Michael Sussman. Who's that? Michael Sussman, the Clinton campaign lawyer, who's accused of lying to the FBI and is on trial right now. Federal court for being a lying liar. Okay. Trying to cook up an October surprise in 2016 with an utterly fallacious story that the Trump campaign was tied secretly to the Kremlin. All right. Can't wait to hear about that. How you doing? Crank the music, man. Woo! How you doing? Huh? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? The news is especially worthless today. Because unless you want to know more about the mentally ill, murderous scumbag or individual races and places you don't live in primaries, there just ain't that much more going on in the news. I mean, we've got it for you. We're digging up other stuff. But in terms of just like headlines everywhere, it's all that stuff. 
Well, to me, the the information about the utterly unforgivable, mentally ill shooter in Buffalo is that he was a confused and suicidal young man desperately grasping on to whatever he could find to give himself purpose and and he himself in his uh, rambling screeds repeatedly says it was the covid shutdown i didn't know what to do i was just trying to find something to do yeah i don't know yeah, he talked a lot about how he was going to kill people and he he sometimes i don't want to but i think i'm going to and all that and and just i, I wish there was a way to identify people that are this Mentally ill and uh, get him off the street or certainly keep guns away from them or something. Well, and listen, I'm not going to join our brethren in the lefty media and trying to make this a single issue issue because it's not. Uh, but one of the most ancient pieces of wisdom held by mankind is that idle hands are the devil's playthings. And we created tens of millions of young, idle hands through the COVID school shutdowns. Thank you, teachers' unions. And those idle hands and idle minds turn to self-harm, depression, anxiety, uh, radical ideology, murder, etc. Don't leave the ancient wisdom behind, folks. It's ancient for a reason. I wonder if the mental health profession is going to catch up. I assume they will because of the way the free market works to the demand out there because I was just having a discussion last night. Um, trying to get uh, a family member some uh, mental health, and just, you just can't. I mean, you can call literally a hundred people, and they don't have a single opening anytime in the next three months. And if yeah. you've got a situation with somebody who's like, you know, really struggling, not a chance. Not a chance you're going to get them in some place good fast. It just is not going to happen, and that's a problem. It's a terrible problem, and the uh, medical schools and the medical associations that limit the number of graduates in various specialties to make sure everybody's making plenty of money, we need to rethink that system uh, and it's seriously, because we're looking at a terrible doctor shortage, and you know, with all due respect to the idea of uh, importing a bunch of physicians from the third world, why are we having to do that? Yeah, in terms of uh, therapists, psychologists, all different kinds of people, um, which I'm just recently learning the difference between those, I'll admit, um, uh, they all can charge whatever the hell they want, and nobody takes insurance anymore. It doesn't even think about it, because why would they? Mm -hmm. Uh, You you want insurance? Forget it. I got 50 people going to call me today who want an appointment, so no, cash only. Yeah. And so that's, that's a problem. You got the highest level of uh, suicide and depression and anxiety and everything we've ever had in our nation's history, and you can't find a single mental health professional with an opening. That's a big problem. That's something that ought to be talked about as an issue on a regular basis. Yeah, here, here. What can be done though? Is there anything that can be done? We just we got too many fires and not enough firefighters. Probably not real fast because you know it takes uh, a while for uh, people to decide if they're going to go into that line of education and get a degree and get out there and get some experience and all that sort of thing. It'll be a slow uh, process of fixing that. But speaking of ancient wisdom, I'm reminded of the saying that the best time to plant an oak tree was 40 years ago. The second best time is today. So a, a, a quick result is probably not graspable. But let's lay the groundwork. At least let's look at the systems that yielded this awful, awful shortage and talk about them. Although... 
You know, I don't know. It's uh, one of the things that troubles me most about a representative form of government like ours, particularly at this late date in our republic, when those who would game the system have gotten so good at gaming the system, is that concentrated interest trumps generalized interest all the time. Because those of us who have a generalized interest, or even the, the folks who need help or help for a family member that are a little more concentrated in interest, we're going up against the associations and the guilds and the unions or whatever that uh, make the big contributions and such. And so it's it's hard to overcome them. You really have to reach a critical mass, which I agree with you, I think is coming, but it will be reached painfully. I want to tell you my favorite thing I heard, of, I heard out of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. My favorite thing I heard. Oh, boy. Uh in a second. We should start the I'm show. I'm sure officially. it was gratifying, both intellectually and uh, artfully. Huh? <laughs> it's something. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, May the 18th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's leap into action. Uh, officially, according to FCC rules, regs, here we go at Mark. You would harangue I would, him. I would try Is that to. correct? You would, would harangue him. That's, that's it. That's it, actually. Thanks for fighting that. <laughs> I guess sometimes I harangue them. I don't know. You're haranguing me. <laughs> so they're getting, they actually will we'll have some of the audio. They actually played audio from their arguments. I don't remember who was recording them, but the audio from, from, from arguments, some of them just sound like any marital argument. And, you know, my wife and I didn't really argue like that in any way, but I, I've had relationship arguments. But it just sounded like relationship arguments, and then some of them were, you know, two drunk people having an argument. But then, like that line of questioning, you harangued him, didn't you? Well, well I don't I, know if I, I, I no, answer the question, yes or no. Did you harangue him? You would harangue I mean, him. That's, I would try not to. correct. That's hilarious. So I would harangue him. So you would harangue him. So, <laughs> so, so if you ask the second time to take out the trash, does that become haranguing, or does it have to go to the third time? You still haven't taken out the trash. Now, did you harangue him? I just I may I have badgered and I may have berated, but I never harangued. <laughs> I mean, wow. that is hilarious. Answer yes or no. Did you harangue him? I, I, if I was on the stand, I'd have said, that's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Wow. <laughs> Folks, if you're bored with the S show, there's a dumpster fire out back of the S show. It's I got mean, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in it. Just for anybody who's ever been in a relationship of any kind to start getting down to the the impossible definitions of words like harangue. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Did you ask your parents if they're coming this Christmas? I know. I know. I'm supposed. You're haranguing me. No, I'm not haranguing you. (laughs) Well, and what if Amber Heard had like an imitation of your dopey TV courtroom drama? Said, "All right, all right, I admit it. I harangued him. (laughs) I did what? And I'd do it again. And I'm glad I did. I'd harangue him again." Well, okay, great. Where do we go from here? What's it? Oh, you got me. What the hell? Right, and that gives you the ability to punch you in the face, or what? If I harangued him, oh, uh, I know. Yeah, kidding. that's a good point. Yeah, therefore he gets to beat her. It's, what? Uh, that's why the whole thing is so crazy. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> oh, geez, some of the stuff from the arguments they were having is just—you hear it, and it makes you go, "Oh God, I don't want to be either one of them. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to have an argument with anybody ever." Ah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> Answer the question: Did you harangue him? You know, in the spirit of Jerry Springer, I'm picturing it's probably going to be on cable, but. 
Every Saturday night, America sits down to watch two angry drunks arguing. You know, sometimes it'd be a couple, sometimes it'd be old buddies, sometimes neighbors. Everybody get drunk and yell at each other. Well, the, the, <laughs> the, the problem is, listening to the audio, what is clear, and every, every, every grown-up knows this, 99% of the time, whatever particular thing you're arguing about isn't what the fight is about anyway. It isn't what the argument is anyway. It's tensions over a bunch of other things. It's not this particular thing, and that's why it's so ridiculous when you just join it in progress. Well, and if God Almighty or Judge Judy could come down for each and every argument you have with your spouse or whatever and say, oh, eh, as of this moment, there's no chance of productivity. Nothing can be solved or gained after this moment. You know, that's pretty early in most arguments. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right from the, from, from, from the jump. Yeah, the minute it turns a little snappy, a little snippy, we're done here. Neutral corners. (laughs) Well, the minute both participants realize this isn't about the trash, is it? (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's very nice. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Everybody uh, pull up a chair, gather around the old, uh, what I was going to say, the old RCA radio with your grandparents and your grandkids and, and enjoy. We're going to talk a little bit about that whole replacement theory or demographic theory or whatever it is that uh, so much is being uh, made of as a, in uh, on the topic of that guy shooting up that grocery store and killing all those people. Whoa, 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 wait a minute now. The whole replacement theory, that's repugnant and hateful, but demographics are something that's discussed all the time. Right, and in weird weird terms, which we've been talking about for years, so I can't wait to talk about that later. Uh, A lot of good stuff on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. Hey, thanks for tuning in or being here. All political violence is abhorrent. If you're considering it, there's something wrong with your brain, and we pray you get some sort of help. Maybe just read the Bible. Uh, having said that, for years we've been hearing how important it is we change the demographics of this country for political reasons and then when people say hey i think you're trying to change the country and the demographics of the country for political reasons that's greeted as abhorrent we will compare and contrast some key quotes coming up stay with us if you will first your freedom loving quote of the day this is from the great philosopher john locke All mankind, being all equal and independent, no one ought to harm another in his life, health, liberty, or possessions. Mm. Bedrock principles seems to be the theme emerging this morning, today. How do you craft a society to maximize that goal? That's, That's the whole question. That's the entire question. Right. No one ought to harm another's life, another's health, another's liberty, or another's possessions, period. What about equity? I should be able to take from person A and give it to person B, me being person C. Mailbag. Can't keep quiet in La Mesa, writes, 
Guys, uh, in a segment about food price inflation, you mentioned picking up roadkill uh, to save more money. I've listened to your One More Thing podcast entitled Roadkill Salvage uh, more than a half dozen times, and I laughed till I cried each time. I I don't even remember doing that. What what was that about? I I have a vague memory of, uh, I think, California was considering a you-can-eat-roadkill law or something. But uh, look at the One More Thing podcasts. Wherever you get podcasts or at armstrongandgetty.com, find Roadkill Salvage. I'm told it's amusing. Look, a squirrel. Well, the uh, the theory I remember was they passed a law that you could eat roadkill and then they created a department and gave them millions of dollars, but they had not passed the proper wording for the agency to allow roadkill to be eaten or something. Well, they're busy spending the money and employing their friends and neighbors uh, and relatives. Uh, welcome to Cal Unicornia. Uh, Alvin in Berkeley writes, Guys, the winning jockey at the Kentucky Derby was invited to the White House. He said, Nah, if I wanted to see a horse's ass, I would have come in second. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, it's funny. I've looked for that story in other publications, Alvin. I can't seem to find it. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. <laughs> You get it? He'd have come in second. True international average of pressure. Oh, that that's... joke might be 120 years old. Uh, or damn close to it, yeah. Uh, guys, you keep saying the uh, various people had a psychic break. The following are definitions that might help you in future shows. A psychotic break is the deterioration of someone's mental and emotional state when they have lost touch with reality. A psychic break is when a palm reader steps outside for a 15-minute smoke break before their 2 o'clock tarot card appointment. <laughs> that's, that's a psychic break. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Brian, uh, our highest score, my brother. Ah, I'm tired of taking money from these idiots. i got to go back and smoke a cigarette. That's a psychic break. Yeah, i got to take 10 from me. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, when it is acceptable for people to repeatedly sprinkle, you know, into their speech, comedians utilizing the Valley Girl meme for purposes of comedy, acceptable. A middle schooler talking to his friends, repeatedly saying, you know, you know, acceptable. The press secretary to the president of the United States, unacceptable. And so it's very important uh, that, uh, you know, as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to, you know, uh, you know, build a, a America that's safe, uh, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind. That yeah, is an important have part a press of that as well. Who says, you know, multiple times per sentence. Well, you just can't. In her defense, the reason a crutch like that would come out is because she had no idea what to say and was winging it and trying to stall. That's what Ca- was going on there. Caught depanted. Bill writes, gents, I heard Ben Carson's excellent statement today about unity in the country and dividing us by race. Reminds me of a portion of uh, a book, a chapter of an incredible book, It's Your Ship where the author discusses the damage the Navy's racial equity training was causing to the crew of his ship and the benefits of the unity training he put in its place at great risk to his career might be worth a look. I don't know the book, It's Your Ship, but that sounds really intriguing. Bill, thanks for the tip. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the blame for that awful mass murder at the grocery store in Buffalo has been placed on... Fox and Tucker Carlson and anybody who supports the so-called Great Replacement Theory, if you don't know what that's all about, uh, we'll talk about it coming up and try to nail down what is what. All right? Does that sound good? Cool. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And get it. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I hate that through the media and politics, the Internet has radicalized, angry, alienated, lost, and isolated individuals into falsely believing that they will be replaced, that's the word, replaced, by the other. And I condemn those who spread the lie for power, political gain, and for profit. Joe Biden yesterday in Buffalo, meeting with families, doing his uh, comfort thing, which was nice. I watched some of it. Um, but what was he talking about there? So as I just said to uh, everybody during the commercial break here, uh, my goal here is to make sense and not get fired. Because <laughs> this is a mm. controversial subject. I support you in both those goals. So the president there mentioning the media and replacement theory. A lot of the media was hoping he'd go much further. MSNBC, when I was watching it yesterday morning, their hosts were saying, Mr. President, do it. 
Name names. Name Fox. Name Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson is being named specifically by many on CNN, MSNBC, and all over Twitter, and a lot of blue check mark, you know, highly influential pundits around America are naming Tucker Carlson as a specific cause of this murder, which is a pretty horrifying thing. Now, I have no horse in the race as far as Tucker Carlson goes. I watch him regularly, but I watch a lot of stuff regularly. A lot of times I think he's a freaking Fruit Loop. And a lot of times I think he's brilliant, like he was last night in his opening segment, explaining why this whole replacement theory thing is a legit topic. But we have to separate uh, great replacement theory from what I think most people are talking about. But the idea of the demographics changing and cheering one race or another is something that has been around for quite a while now. And we've been discussing it over the years. So maybe the best way to do it would be hear this montage of various uh, demographics conversations that have been had in recent years before we get into the difference between great replacement theory and a legitimate conversation about the changing demographics of this country. Blue wave is African-American. It's white, it's Latino, it's Asian Pacific Islander. It is made up of those who've been told that they are not worthy of being here. It is comprised of those who are documented and undocumented. In a couple of presidential cycles, you'll be on election night, you'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing, it's gonna become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographics. The demographics of America are not on the side of the Republican Party. The new voters in this country are moving away from them. And instead, they're moving to be independents or to even vote on the other side. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. Non-stop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, living in California, I've heard this conversation. We've heard this conversation a lot more because we're on the leading edge of it. It was a couple of years ago that white uh, white voters became the uh, minority. It's still the largest single group. But it's not over 50%. And the way that that was cheered, the way that was described for years as it got closer, soon whites will no longer be the majority. Soon whites will no longer be the majority. And then they were no longer the majority. And people cheering when politicians would stand up and say that. And I remember a uh, a member of our own staff who was a person of color. I remember when our news guy, Marshall Phillips, did the news that whites are no longer the majority in California. He said, all right. And I thought, that's weird. Why are we cheering any racial group the size of a racial group? I, I, this whole conversation makes me uncomfortable. It actually makes me sweat to talk about it at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's very strange. All those clips you just heard are strange. It's strange to present demographics as a good thing or a bad thing. Well, and some of those voices you heard, if you haven't ruined your life by becoming a news junkie like us, uh, there were some big-time leaders of the Democratic Party in there. Senators Dick Durbin was in there, for instance, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, all this immigration 
is going to be really good for us. Really good for us. We'll never lose another election. Now, how are you supposed to take that? Probably should have done the uh, uh, disclaimer first. If you are a mentally ill person who mutilates stray cats in your garage, for instance, like that guy in Buffalo. Yeah, that's part of his manifesto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or ha- had thought about shooting up your school. Uh, we're not talking to you. So yeah, maybe, we don't want your help. We don't want your help. Talking to normal, rational people who can take in this information. Okay. But how are you supposed to react? How do they expect white people to react? Cheering the fact that you're becoming... A smaller group. How? How? What is the normal reaction to that? Well, well, right. That's a legitimate question, and that is the question. By the way, if anybody's thinking, listen, A and G, they're advocating something insane. No, we're never advocating something insane, but we're asking the question: If you continually flog the theme of we need to import more people who are not white, because then we'll win every single election. Well, the just, I mean, the equal and opposite reaction to quote Newton would be. Well, since we kind of want to win elections, too, because we think our ideas for the country are better, um, what do we do? If you say, well, I'm against more brown people coming to the country, it's very, very easy to portray you as a racist, and hell, you may be. Uh, but you it, just presented more brown people coming to the country is a good thing for you. So, right. so how is it not supposed to be a bad thing for somebody else? I don't think it's a bad thing. I would love it if the entire country was a lovely shade of mocha. I wish my skin was brown. I think it'd be awesome. I think I would look better. Yeah, I, I personally what... don't give a crap about anybody's race. No, the, the, I, the, that's why discussing this makes me uncomfortable, but, right. but they discuss it all the time and right. always to cheering crowds. Yay, there's more people of our color. So, how is the the color you're cheering that is about to become the minority house supposed to react to that? So I came across this uh, little Twitter thing yesterday from a, a, a thinker. It doesn't matter who it is, but I thought they worded it pretty well. I see this dishonesty everywhere, so let's address it real quick. The claim that white people will be a minority in the near future is a fact. The claim that demographics equals destiny and Democrats are advantaged by those changes, in my opinion, wrong, says this person. And I agree with that That's I was just about to make, yeah. But Mm -hmm. it is a rather mainstream belief by pundits on both sides. Yes, the Republican Party is frightened to death of the changing demographics, thinking they're going to lose permanently. The Democrats are cheering it wildly because they think it's going to give them a permanent majority. I think they're both wrong. But... Uh, This person goes on to say, the idiotic white supremacist conspiracy theory known as Great Replacement Theory, GRT, is essentially that there is a specific group, usually blamed on the Jews, that is trying to force these demographic changes to undermine white culture and institutions. We shouldn't be mainstreaming and normalizing GRT by conflating it with the beliefs of the first conversation. They're not the same thing, and it's dangerous to pretend otherwise, even if pretending so allows you to score a few political points. Oh, that, but that's exactly it. I mean, that's that's that last point is worth uh, dwelling on for at least a second. That is the great strategy. If you raise any objection to, say, completely unfettered illegal immigration, you are a racist, and you are probably arm-in-arm with the Buffalo psychotic in, in embracing uh, replacement theory, etc., well, right. So while politicians well, utterly, utterly dishonest and unfair and pits Americans against each other. So while politicians and pundits in California have for years have been cheering the idea of the shrinking population of white people 
if you point out that, wait a second, why are you saying that's so good? What do you have planned for me? I mean, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. What, what do you? What What is the plan for the future that you're cheering? Are you going to do something to make it harder to be white? Or something? I mean, I don't get this. But you're the one who brought it up, not me. I would never stand up on a on a stage and say, we need to make sure white people are always the majority. I don't think, not only would I think that's a bad thing to say, you know, in terms of uh, uh, politics or whatever, it's right. just an abhorrent thing to say. Uh, 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 rooting for one race to be a larger number is weird, but you guys did it first. And yeah. now when we react with, wait a second, why are you so excited about this? Now you're conflating it with some weird internet thing from 4chan about Jews controlling racial uh, demographics and and acting like that's what we were talking about. You started the conversation, not me. Right, right. Well, the racism and racialism from the left, I think, is one of the greatest threats to the country. It's pitting us against each other. We mentioned uh, the naval ship where the uh, Navy captain at the risk of his career said, all right, no more of this equity training. We're doing unity training. Because that's what we need on this ship. Uh, that that sentiment. Do not be ashamed of that sentiment. Now, you know, just getting back to the thought of uh, so having been confronted with the Democratic Party crowing about how important it is to change the demographics of the country and how great that'll be for us. We got to import as many people as we can. The truth is, especially if the Republican Party could uh, find and dust off its principles and stick to them, that assumption is dead freaking wrong. Most of the people who come to this country are hardworking, family-oriented people. Now, of course, we should have coherent immigration laws and enforce them. But having said that... And religious, many of them. Yeah, that's a good point. I think the assumption that they're all going to be accolade fans of acolytes, rather, of Nancy Pelosi is hilarious. That they're all going to fall in line with the woke nonsense and the critical theory poison. No, uh, that's... So, so, again, so my point is, yes, that... They started it. Yes, it's a discussion that is legitimate to have, but the answer is never, ever, ever some sort of radical, freaking moronic violence. It's having better ideas and selling them. How about we quit cheering any racial group growing in size or shrinking in size? That's just oh. not a good road to go down. And you went down at first. It's horrific. Um, And by the way, because I've gotten these texts... And I've heard the, the, the chatter in the cable news and social media. No, no, no. What Tar- Tucker Carlson is doing is it's dog whistle to the, okay, I don't, I can't see inside his heart. If it is, it is. But merely discussing the whole demographic changes and how you're cheering it and how you're, you want it to happen because you think it'll give you more power is just true. It's a fact. Was it, is it a dog whistle that I'm saying it right now? Cause it's not meant to be. I'm just saying it. it's a real conversation. That both right. parties have been having for years about what the um, what the outcome is going to be politically of the changing demographics. That's not right. a dog whistle to anybody. Quick example. You know, it, and it might be, but it isn't necessarily. And because it might be is not absolutely not an excuse to silence someone. For instance, during the, the Civil War, era, for instance, or, or pre-Civil War, there absolutely could be Southerners who abhorred slavery. Northerners, too, for that matter. Hated slavery. Understood what an unforgivable blot on the nation's conscience it is. And been in favor of federalism. Of the states retaining some level of sovereignty according to the Constitution. But you can picture that Southerner or Northerner saying, 
I really think states' rights need to be preserved to some level. Oh, that's a dog whistle to the slaveholders. You know, maybe it is, but maybe it's not. You still get to have that view, even if if uh, Sean Hayes accuse you, accuses you of dog whistling on MSNBC. It is a legitimate point of view. So uh, my uh, final thought would be, uh, hey, Democrats or left-leaning pundits, stop cheering the shrinking of the white population, and you'll get a lot less people getting a little upset about it. Right. It's a weird thing to cheer the shrinking of a racial group. It's just weird and un-American. Stop labeling an entire group of people as inherently evil from birth, and you'll have few of them flake off and decide, oh, yeah, I'm going to become a radical. It's a little advice. How about we quit pitting each other against each other uh, by race? Just let's start there. Be interested in your thoughts, uh, and then we'll move on. Our text line is 415... What is our text line? I've forgotten it all of a sudden. 415-295-KFTC. That's a good number right there. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Police in Washington State over the weekend said that they had obtained video of an Arby's manager urinating into the restaurant's milkshake machine. The manager did that? Come on, man. You gotta learn to delegate. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. When you did the story yesterday, I hadn't caught on that it was the manager. Oh, yeah, the night manager, the boss. Oh. Uh, that's right. So you're the good, normal, competent one. You're the one who's risen up through the ranks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, Arby's, check yourself. <laughs> Stop whizzing in milkshakes. Stop hiring people who will whiz in the milkshakes. That's right, and putting them in charge. <laughs> and making them manager. Yeah. Come, Come on, on now. Delegate. <laughs> All right, so to kick off hour two of the show, and as usual, if you have to go somewhere or do something, you can't uh, listen to it live, uh, grab it via podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand, hour two will kick off with what Americans are most concerned about. Now, here's your assignment. Go take in some mainstream media, check out all of the big headlines, all right? Because that will tell you exactly the wrong answers. Okay? <laughs> so stay with us to hear about normal people and not the freaking weirdo media elite. Speaking of the weirdo elite in Washington, D.C., prosecutors are arguing the in the trial of one Michael Sussman, the Clinton campaign lawyer, who went to the FBI in the fall of 2016 and said, hey, hey, I'm not representing anybody here. I'm here as a concerned American citizen. I found out that Donald Trump, the hotel guy who's running for president, that he and his campaign have direct ties to Russia through a secret server. You probably ought to check that out. All right, see ya. Bye. Click. And then he billed the Clinton campaign for that very time he spent claiming he was an independent concerned citizen going to the FBI. He is on trial for lying to the FBI as uh, the first trial of the Durham investigation. Now, there have been some guilty pleas and that sort of thing, but this is the first guy who decided to go to trial said the federal prosecutor in her opening statement, the evidence will show the defendant's lie was all part of a bigger plan. It was a plan to create an October surprise on the eve of a presidential election, a plan that used and manipulated the FBI. It was a plan that largely succeeded. Yeah. Which uh, brings me to a piece by Jeff Mordock in the Washington Times in which he points out, well, the headline is, Durham prosecution of Clinton campaign lawyer Sussman also puts the FBI on trial. A slew of current and former FBI officials are slated to take the stand in a trial set to begin blah, blah, offering testimony that could lay bare the FBI's eagerness to seize on unverified anti-Trump political dirt. So this will be interesting to see unfold, and thank goodness for our open system of jurisprudence. We will hear about it, and we will bring you the major developments as they unfold. Inside the D.C. courtroom, back to the prosecution, Ms. Shaw told jurors that Mr. Sussman exploited his connections with the FBI to spark the investigation of Mr. Trump and then pitched the story to media outlets using the FBI as a political tool. Ah, that's funny. This is straight out of James Comey's playbook. So Sussman goes to the FBI and says, hey, hey, there's this crazy top secret information. I'm just coming to you as a loyal American. And then he goes to the media and says, quite accurately, 
The FBI is investigating this secret Donald Trump server that people are talking about directly tied to the Russians. It's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it? There's a term for that, isn't it? The old uh, switcheroo or the there, double dip. Or, is that a reach around? Is that what that uh, is? It may be. I don't know. But it's it's very much like a Comey, the lanky lawman, the lanky freaking liar, who who goes to uh, Obama and says, hey, there's this, uh, this steel dossier we're full of uh, peeing on beds and, uh, I don't know, a secret connection to Russia. Yeah, yeah. And then he leaks to the media. The FBI has briefed the president on the Steele dossier as it is believed to be highly credible. Thanks, Jimmy Comey, you lying liar. Mm. Unbelievable. I'm highly concerned about the future of our country. I'll tell you why, among other things. If you miss an hour of the show, uh, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 